at Ursuline. Today, I will be talking about traveling with Senor York. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you, Caroline. Good. So what, where was the first place you traveled to outside of the U.S.? Um, I did like these teeny tiny little trips. So I did like a mission trip to um, Juarez when I was in sixth grade or something. Mm-hmm. But I don't really feel like that counted. I felt like my true trip outside of the United States um, was my junior year of college when I decided to study abroad. Uh, what made you, What made you interested in going there? So... When I first got to college, I decided I wanted to study Spanish. I loved it. I decided that to really learn Spanish, I needed to study abroad. And um, for whatever reason, I felt called to Spain. Um, and so I, I decided that I, I wanted to not only see Spain, but I also wanted to do the whole like backpacking across Europe thing. And, and um, Spain allowed me to do that. So I got to mm-hmm. I got to spend most of my time in Spain, but also venture out to all these other little places that were so close um, compared to, you know, the United States, everything so far away from us. But um, yeah, so that's part of what lured me to Spain. And of course, being able to learn the language, um, was attractive to me. That's what, that was my primary goal. And, um, yeah. And I, I was also just drawn to the culture and and the history of the architecture and of the, um, of the buildings and the, the people and all of it just really drew me to wanting to be there and wanting to study Spanish there. Mm -hmm. So what do you think is your favorite country that you've traveled to and why? So, um, you know, each experience is so unique and so special. I, I loved Spain, of course, because it was, it was my first true trip abroad. It was my first chance to kind of plan my own travel and understand how travel works. But then, um, you, know, you know, each country offers something completely different. So Costa Rica was amazing because the nature and the, the beauty of, of the volcanoes and the um, and the rainforests and all of the different animals but also like um traveling through mexico you see a lot of the history and the um the regional varieties and of course everywhere you go there's there's just different things that um that you can learn and you can experience and you can see and so it's really hard to me for me to pick uh for me to pick a favorite yeah yeah i know that like when i went to spain one of my favorite parts was being able to like stay with the host family mm-hmm. um I really liked um learning how to speak like the language with them and like outside of a classroom setting um yeah it was really interesting absolutely yeah. I I do I would love to speak on that same topic because um part of what made my semester abroad so so wonderful was the family that I was placed with um they became a second family for me and um they provided this window of opportunity to kind of view um, a perspective of a person from Spain and to see see the world through their eyes, which were, of course, completely different. Um, that's something that travel offers you, is it offers you the, ch- yeah. the chance to see things through somebody else's eyes. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned that you studied abroad um, when you were in college, right? Yes, yes. So do you think it is helpful for young people today to travel abroad while they're in school? Absolutely. I think that... Um, we talked about how it allows you to see the world through a different perspective. Mm -hmm. And um, especially when you're in school and you're learning about all these different subjects, it offers an opportunity for you, for it to all kind of come together um, and for you to experience in real life what you've seen in a book or what you've learned about through reading and um, in class discussions. And suddenly it just means so much more because you've seen it firsthand. 
And also, I think that, um, you know, there's a there's an opportunity when you're in school, you have a certain amount of freedom that you don't get later in life. And so it's a, it's a chance for you to really um, explore before you set down or get settled down and have a job and have a, <laughs> have a family and all of those things that kind of tend to make you less mobile. Um, and so traveling while you're at school or while you're in school is just an amazing opportunity and, and it's the perfect time. Yeah, I know like when I, like one of my favorite things was learning about like and like another culture mm-hmm. um so when i went to spain we um the group i went to we went to pamplona and mm-hmm. we saw the running of the bulls yes which was a different and new experience for me for sure. um just to be able to see like how um like how different it is over there than mm-hmm. like here mm-hmm. yeah and so i really enjoyed that <laughs> and like learning about new things yes mm-hmm. So recently, I read an article on Odyssey that suggested you travel to broaden your perspective of the world, learn in, learn a new language, and expand your circle of friends all around the world. From what you've seen on Ursuline trips, do you agree with this? And do you think that students' perspectives change when they're abroad? Um, I have not yet had the opportunity to travel with Ursuline. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for the day that mm-hmm. I get to do that. Um, but I have seen just the way that the girls come back and talk about their experience. Um, I can tell that in a lot of ways it, it shifts their perspective and it shifts, shifts their way of viewing um, the world around them. And um, it changes the way that they, they approach their studies in a little way. And, um, of course, they, they also form friendships that are, that are um, long-lasting. Um, I know that I've had students that they... You know, they hosted a student, and then they went to visit there, and they still stay in contact. And um, uh, so they have a perspective of what life is like for this person halfway across the globe that um, that offers them a broader perspective and a and um, a wider a wider sense of what it means to be human and um, and what the human experience can be, um, not just mm-hmm. here in Dallas, but in a, in a globally. Yeah. What what's one country that you would like to go to but you haven't been to yet? Oh man, I'm all of them. <laughs> I I um I guess the, you know I I prefer to speak to travel to places that speak Spanish because yeah. I feel like I can bring that back and use it in my classroom. Um, and so I haven't made it to South America yet. So I'd really mm-hmm. love to go to Colombia. I'd love to go to Peru, Chile, um, Ar- Argentina. I'd love to go to all you know lots of different places in South America um, yeah. because I know that. You know, each one offers its own, um, cult, you know, culture lessons and, and things that we can explore and dive into in the classroom that I'd, I'd like to experience firsthand. Yeah. Um, I know that, like, in Spanish classes, we studied um, Dia de los Muertos mm-hmm. a lot. So I'd like to go to Mexico, like, during Dia de los Muertos, just, oh, like, actually too. see it. Yes. Yeah. My husband and I have been talking that for m- about that for multiple years, but we haven't yeah. made it down there yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I thought that we would end by with like a lighthearted question so what do you think is the most annoying thing people do on flights there's a lot of things people could do fortunately I feel like I haven't I haven't had the worst of it but I I hate when people arrive late and then they have to put their bag somewhere in the back of the plane, but they're way up at the front of the plane. And so then when it's time to unload, everything's all messed up. And that's, yeah. that's really annoying. And also, um, I have children now, so I, I definitely feel for the people traveling with children. So I'm not going to knock on them. They're doing the best mm-hmm. that they can. Um, 
but just people who maybe take up too much space or talk too loud or or travel when they're sick those are the things those are annoying yeah. what, what about you what do you think is the most amo- annoying thing for me it's like when people listen to like music or watch tv without headphones yes yeah. yes yeah yeah just completely unaware of the space and the people yeah. around them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Well, Senora York, thank you so much for coming in today, and thank you to everyone listening. Thank you.